Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Good morning from Moody Radio. Coming up this hour, we've got Michelle Medlock-Adams joining us with her book, Flying High. And later in the show, we're having our friend Mark Gregston's going to join us to tell us about an exciting event in a couple of weeks' time. Well, we are looking forward to those conversations and invite you to the conversation as well. Texting is back, so if you've been missing that, you can jump in and join us that way, 800-555-7898. That's the number to call or text, or you can also connect on our Facebook page, Don and Steve in the Morning. As we celebrate Friday Eve here on this Thursday morning, we are glad that you are with us. and. Glad to welcome Michelle Medlock-Adams with us. She's an award-winning uh, author. She's got more than 100 books out there, over 4 million copies sold. And joining us this morning to talk about a book called Fly High. Michelle, welcome. It's good to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. You know, in uh, your, your new children's book, Fly High, you dive into some pretty serious themes. And I think uh, things with loss and grief are important for kids to be able to talk about. Sometimes as uh, parents, we don't always know the best way to get into that and to talk about that. So appreciate uh, that you have written a book helping us maybe have that conversation. But what inspired you to write the book? That's such a good question. You know, I've done, like I said, over 100 books, right? And and most of them are real happy, little fun children's prayer books and, you know, story books. It wasn't like I woke up one day and said, man, I really just want to write a book about grief. I mean, that is just not something that would have been in my wheelhouse. But you know how God orchestrates things. Um, In November 2020, we lost our pastor, who was also my brother-in-law, to COVID. Mm -hmm. And it was such a difficult time for us personally as a family, but also to for the whole church. And the kids in the church were really struggling. Everybody loved Pastor Jan. And I was struggling with how to minister to the kids and and to everybody who was affected. And my sister and I really walked through that season together. But um, shortly after, I was at a writer's conference. They were just starting back up. And a, a lady named Jan Johnson, Janet Johnson, came to me and was asking me for advice on some things, like those one-on-one consultations. And she said, you know, I, I got to tell you, I kind of am here with an agenda. I feel like I'm supposed to write a book about grief, but I write books about grief for adults. I have no idea how to write a book about grief for children, yet I feel like God's calling me to. And I just started crying in the meeting, which wasn't probably very professional, but I knew <laughs> that I was supposed to do that. And I said, wow, Jan, I'm telling you, I'm your girl. Like, I, that's what I do. I write for kids. And and I do believe we're supposed to do this together. And so it was a one of those Holy Ghost moments. We were excited about it. And that's how it all began. There was a need. I found some books out there. There are some good books out there about grief, but there weren't any new books that we felt really, well, I, I couldn't find one I really wanted to give out to the kids in the church. And now we have one, actually we have two, because we, we wrote this for Endgame Press and couldn't be more happy with the testimonies we're getting. It's not the kind of book that you want to just run out to buy maybe, but you always want to have it on hand for when you need it, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so now yeah. this is a resource we've created. Grief comes in so many different ways, if you think about it. Like you lose a pastor and a family member, it impacts a whole community. Grief could be something like losing a pet or not getting yes. picked for a team. Grief comes in a lot of different packages. And the tools that you have given, okay, I, I want to... <laughs> I want to tell you that this book comes in two different versions because I'm looking at the one that has all the scripture verses, understanding grief with God's help. And this is right. so beautifully illustrated for kids and helping them understand that your book walks through uh, a situation where it wasn't a pet, but it was something in nature, a bird that kids are watching and, and the story that you tell. Um, but why was it important to give two versions of this book? You know, that was something that was in my heart. And I 
think if I would have presented this to probably any other publisher, <laughs> they would have said, are you kidding me right now? But Victoria Duerstock of Endgame Press, she's a friend of mine as well as my publisher and my colleague. And so when we were talking through it, I said, here's what I'm encountering. I go to schools all over the United States. I have for years and speak about being an author. I speak about my books. I do, I do a lot of those young author days, lots of things like that. In the last five years, I haven't been able to take any of my books into the public schools that have the name of God or Jesus in them. Now, prior to the five years, I, I was able to do that, but I even had a family picket me out in the Dallas area because mm -hmm. of my books that had God's name in it. So uh, things had changed and they're continuing to change. So we knew that we couldn't get uh, that the one that you have, Don, that, that says understanding grief with God's help into the public schools. And yet kids in the public schools also need mm -hmm. a book. The counselors in the public schools also need a book to help them through grief and loss, whatever, however that looks in their lives. And we want to be able to take it into, you know, Ronald McDonald houses, into hospitals and, and into all the places, funeral homes where this might be needed, but they, they couldn't because of, of the culture that we're in now, take the one with God's word in it. So we did a second, it's the exact same story. We took a second, it's got a different cover but it it doesn't have the scripture or the prayer in it. It walks you through the same story. Jan does her same, what we call layered text with the questions and the, to the, the discussion prompts and the comforting words. But we just sort of paraphrase things. <laughs> and and we, I, I don't want to say it's watered down, but it's, it's kind of like sneaking in the best that we could without getting in trouble. <laughs> so we are finding that public schools are able to, and public, even libraries are getting this book. So we do have the two versions and we're finding most people will buy both versions because they might have a need with a friend or someone in their community and they don't know where they stand with God and they don't want to offend them or they know that they specifically are not, they're really anti-God. So they're giving them the other book. And, and I'm telling you that the anointing is on both of these books. So I don't care which version you get, you're getting some Jesus. <laughs> so <laughs> we are loving it. We are loving the testimonies. I just think this is a stroke of genius, honestly, <laughs> because of the fact that if you get one of them in your hands that does not have the scripture verses in it, and you're right, somehow the Lord may get both books in someone's hand and give the truth of his word in the same story. Michelle Medlock Adams is with us and she is an award-winning journalist, best-selling author of more than 100 books. And she's telling a story about how we can help our kids understand grief with God's help. The book is called Fly High. Yeah, we'll connect you to it and continue the conversation with Michelle on Moody Radio. Oh, yes. And you're so glad you're here. I'm just sure of it because we have a resource that we're talking about today with the author, Michelle Medlock Adams, and it's called Fly High. I'm going to see because we're going to eventually get this to our YouTube channel. Is it showing right? Here, I, I, I know you can't see it on the radio. I'm so yep. sorry, but we will put it on our Facebook page. Fly High is the name of the books. And I say that because one of them says understanding grief with God's help. The other one is understanding grief for children are both of these books. And Michelle, we have two versions because one can go into public schools. One can go into hospitals and places where we can't take the name of the Lord, but we can take his truths. We just can't put the address from scripture on it. And yet then somebody might get a hold of this book too, the other version that does have scripture in it. And this is happening, but this is helping our kids process grief. And let's face it, they face grief just like we do. What have you heard as people have read the books? What story has come back to you as it's been very helpful? I'd say one of the 
most poignant testimonies we've received. And we've, we get a lot of these through email, but I actually got to hear this personally, which made a great impact on me. I was doing a school visit and I, I took the, the one that's the general market version without the scripture. And, and I had several of my books there. Uh, and I was talking about being an author and I was doing a reading from one of my Christmas books. And I, I, I was noticing a, a lady, an older lady in the back. She kept reading over the, the fly high book. Uh, she just, I mean, for like 40 minutes, obviously it doesn't take that long to read that book. It's a picture book, but she just kept, and, and I saw her wiping tears and I, I thought, okay, get her God. What are you doing? <laughs> What's going yeah. on? Right. There were no kids around her, just her. And so afterwards, everybody was kind of filing out and she came up and she said, I had no idea you'd have a book here to help children deal with grief. Mm. And I said, well, yeah. And I almost didn't bring it because it's so new. I only have a few copies, but yeah. And I told her there are two versions. I only was allowed to bring one, but I've got the other one in my trunk in the car. <laughs> just in case, <laughs> fly you know, out. I just <laughs> like to be prepared in season. Right. And, out. and, uh, and she said, you know, what's interesting. She said, I, I need to get this for, for our, uh, it was a granddaughter. She mm. said that, um, when someone in their family had passed during COVID, they weren't allowed to have a funeral or anything because of mm. people being together. So there was really no closure for this little girl. And I, I you know, that's true. Even with my brother-in-law who passed, we just had a, a graveside thing. There was only like six of us because of all the rules during COVID. And she said, I think it's impacted her more than we realize. Even though we tried to talk about it, she doesn't speak about it. It's as if it didn't happen because she didn't she didn't have the closure that you normally get at a funeral. Mm -hmm. And she said, but what I didn't realize is that I also didn't get that closure. She said, I have been back here crying. I'm thinking, yep, I was watching you. She said, I, I just read this thinking this will be something great for my granddaughter. I had no idea that I had hurt and, mm -hmm. and closed off my heart as well. And so this is what we're finding is that, you know, I hugged her and, and we, and of course I, I smuggled the other book in, <laughs> yeah. but here's, here's what I'm finding when people read books, to their children or to their grandchildren or to any of the littles in their world, your guard is down. You are just reading a book. You know, you're not, you, no one's preaching at you and you're not, sometimes when we go in, even into a church or someone's like a counseling office, we have our walls up because we're expecting this, but this kind of just sneaks up on you and grabs hold of your heart. And God can do some real work in there when we're least expecting it. So that's why I think not just the children are being ministered to, but the people reading to the children. And isn't that, I mean, we didn't, we didn't know that when we wrote these books, that's just how God has orchestrated this whole thing. So I got to see it firsthand how this is penetrating the hearts of those who didn't even know they needed help. Yeah, that's uh, so cool. I love those stories, those God stories of how he is at work and how he is using what we offer to him to to make a difference. Um, Michelle, in the last minute or so that we have here uh, for any parents before they get your book, before it shows up, <laughs> how would you encourage them to begin the conversation with kids? I would say don't discount anything. Let them let them just express if it's anger that they're feeling. Let them talk through that because you know there are those stages of grief, and we talk about that in the book. But let them just share. Let them remember good times with that person, and always continue to um, to be open to listening. I think the most important thing we can do is to encourage, and then to also just listen and be that sounding board. Mm -hmm. Well, Michelle Medlock Adams with us. She has written the book, Fly High. And as we've been talking about, there are multiple versions of this book, two of them, one for the general market, one with Bible verses and all of that in there. And so if grief is something that uh, has impacted your family, your kids, your grandkids, or even just to have a copy on hand, like you said, mm -hmm. so when that time comes, you're ready for that, encourage you to connect with her. We've got the link at our Facebook page. On Facebook, you're just looking for Don and Steve in the morning. This is Moody Radio.
Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio. A reminder, subscribe, like, and watch some of the guests that we've had on YouTube. Well, Mark Gregston joins us today. Mark, of course, is an America's leading voice in helping parents and grandparents navigate. Are you ready? Are you ready? Drum roll. The teen years. I don't know. Teen years have always been challenging. I remember vaguely mine. (laughs) But I also (laughs) remember my kids' teen years. And Mark, I'm thankful that Heartlight Ministries is a resource for families. And of course, you're parenting today's teens every weekend on Moody Radio. So thank you for taking the time to join us on Don and Steve in the morning. Well, absolutely. And it's great to be with you on this cool Nashville morning. And so... uh, (laughs) You know, I think parents always need a little bit of help, especially in today's culture. And so um, that's where we spend most of our time. You do a great job with that. And as as you put resources together, whether it's the podcast or the radio show or or something through the website, the, the thing that's happening on campus there at Heartlight right now, tell us a little bit about what's happening starting today. Yeah, you know what? I, I mean, I live with 60 high school kids that come from all over the country and, and um, they're struggling, having a tough time. And we've done this for years. I mean, almost 50 years where we've had kids live with us. And so we do these events called Family and Crisis Conferences, and that's where families get to come in and uh, spend two or three days with us. And and um, we help them kind of organize home and try to figure out how to get through the difficulties and hardships. And these are usually parents that are broken, they're worn out, they're tired. They're getting to the point where they almost hate their kids because it's so dysfunctional within their home. And so we get to offer them a little help and hope and hopefully send them back home with some new tools in their parenting toolbox. Hmm. Such an important ministry. And when we see our kids starting to go sideways, sometimes you don't know what to do. But you know that there's a problem and you're like, if I knew what to do, maybe we could kind of head this thing off a little bit here. Yeah. And I know that uh, some of the, that's the reason that you make so many resources available. But we've got a special event that is going to be coming up in just uh, a few weeks here, February 18th. There's going to be an event called Engage. And I'm just thinking of all those parents and grandparents who would say, boy, if I could know what to do a little bit earlier, maybe we could put the brakes on what's going on with my kids. Tell us about this Engage conference and uh, what you're hoping to accomplish there. Well, it's a special event just for Nashville. We're having it at uh, Christ Presbyterian Academy, and and uh, it's a group of churches, group of churches, and and also a lot of schools that are supporting what we're doing. It's a free event for people, but it's really a six-hour event that me and my good friend Kurt Cameron are coming in and and just helping parents more than anything else. And I get to take all the wisdom and and perhaps insight that I've learned from you know, living with over 3,000 kids over the past few years and bring it to people so that we're saying, okay, here's some ways that you can solve some problems, but here's also some way you can prevent some problems, especially in today's culture, which is a little bit confusing for kids and extremely confusing for parents as they kind of try to navigate in this, you know, um, I would say a contrary culture that's just a little bit different and the challenges they're faced are, are a little bit odd. And so I... I want to spend some time just helping them uh, get through the these adolescent years with a smile on their face and and, and maybe an enlarged heart uh, in a good way um, and loving their kids a little bit deeper. Especially if what we're doing is not working, then <laughs> getting yeah. these resources will be super beneficial. And Mark, as you do this event, you say it's Nashville. It's also going to be simulcast, is it not? 
Yeah, it is. And we chose Nashville just because all these schools said, hey, let's do it here. And I said, well, absolutely. we got to do it somewhere. And then we'll simulcast this out to uh, hundreds of churches across the country. And and it'll be a, a wonderful event. It starts like at eight o'clock in the morning, finishes at two o'clock. The good folks at Chick-fil-A are providing lunch for everybody. I mean, it's a free event. I mean, you can't go wrong. I mean, you come spend the afternoon, uh, a little bit of the afternoon, all of the morning, and um, invest that time to change the destiny of your family and the direction of where you go. I mean, this will impact, you know, it'll impact who your kids marry, how they raise their kids, what your relationship's about. It's going to help parents get to a better place. We uh, want to make sure that you have the opportunity to connect with that. I know that those listening in Nashville, you may want to come be there in person. If you're listening in another part of the country, I encourage you to find a church where you can get connected mm-hmm. and plugged in. The website, which we're going to post on our Facebook page as well, is engage23nashville.com. If you don't remember that, that's all right. We've got the link that we're going to putting on our uh, Facebook page. You can go there, click on that, and we'll get you connected that way. You're listening to Don and Steve in the Morning. We're going to continue the conversation with Mark Gregston coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks for listening here to Moody Radio. It's almost spring, so here's the thing. It's Dawn and Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio. Hey, we're rhyming again. Glad that you're with us as we continue with Mark Gregston. He's the head of Heartlight, the host of Parenting Today's Teens that you hear Saturday mornings right here on Moody Radio. And we're talking with Mark about some of the challenges that parents face when raising teens. And Mark, as we, uh, you know, we're talking a little bit about you know, maybe heading things off a little bit, nipping things before they become a big problem, thinking maybe sometimes we need to actually start engaging with our kids younger and younger and younger with some serious topics. Uh, you talk about the need to prepare preteens for the upcoming teen years. For those of us who have preteens right now, yeah. how do you encourage us as, as parents to begin having conversation with those kids now so maybe we don't have to have some of the other conversations later? Yeah, no, I think that's a great question. And, and I think this is what happens is that most most adolescent years catch parents by surprise. They don't really realize that this thing is coming. It's almost like you know that a tsunami is coming and you, you don't know what to do, but you know that it's coming. You just don't know when it's going to get to you. And so it's helping parents start to prepare for that with a mindset that says, let's switch out of a teaching mode and start moving into a training mode. And for that to happen, that means I've got to make sure that my relationship with my child is is so connected that when we start hitting those rough waters and those tough times, which is will come, they're going to change the way they think. They're going to move from concrete thinking to abstract thinking. They're going to want to start making their own decisions. They're going to want to take on more things, more responsibility. And we've got to do that. They don't want to be talked to all the time. Now they want to be listened to. They don't want to be told everything. They don't want to hear a lecture. They want to hear a discussion. And so if our kids are changing, then we as parents and grandparents have got to start changing the way we engage with them so we can remain intact with them and engaged with them in such a way that we can continue to offer them, you know, the wisdom and and the knowledge and and the information that they so desperately want and, and need. So you talk about making the shift from teaching to training. Yeah. What does that actually mean? What is that shift? 
Well, now it's now it's more putting everything in their hands. It's the practical aspects of saying, I've been teaching you all these things. Now let's start placing it in your hands and, and training you. I mean, you can either raise your kids to live in a zoo or you can prepare them to survive in the jungle. And if you keep always teaching your kids during a time that they want to take more responsibility, they will rebel against you to show you that they want to be in control. And so my encouragement to families is always start giving them control early, a little bit at a time. I mean, over a period of years from age 12 to 18, that you start letting out that rope, that you let them start making those decisions. You let them start, you know, being a little bit riskier with saying, okay, now you've got to put this stuff into place rather than me doing everything for you. And for every helicopter mom out there or hovering parent, they're going to hate what I say. But my point of it is you've got to back up so that your child can move forward. And what will happen is you will cherish the relationship more during the adolescent years than you will during the preteen years if you follow kind of a, a an example of engaging your child in such a way that you're preparing them for the next step in life. I know these are some of the resources you're going to be sharing even more in depth with Engage and how and this is the sorry, Engage 23 Nashville. I'll spit it out and how <laughs> it's going to be live in a free event in Nashville coming up on February 18th. But this simulcast opportunity in the last 30 seconds, is there still room for other churches nationwide to grab this feed and share it with their congregation? Oh, abs- absolutely. Absolutely. You go to the website, engage23.com, and you can sign up. And for all the people in Nashville, they, you need to know this. You need to register. You've got to register at engage23nashville.com. Register so we make sure that we have a spot for you because there's only 500 spots. Mm-hmm. Okay, good word. We have put this connection on our Facebook page for Engage23Nashville.com. Even if you're not in the area, you can still be part of this. It is so powerful, and it's so important as we engage, equip our families, equip our parents to raise teens in a contrary culture. Mark Grexton with us today. It is Don and Steve in the morning. 